Welcome to Someone Nerdy Radio. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Critter. And I'm Danger. Danger's here. Danger is back. It's dangerous up in here. How y'all been doing? Miss y'all? We're back for another episode. What are we doing on this episode? Um, this time we are doing movies that were almost good. So our nerd talk after the news is going to be movies... That are good, and good, that are but, good, you know. but you're just kind of like, someone goes, hey, what's what's a really good movie I should watch? And you're like, well... You're not going to recommend one of these movies. Is, like, unless they've seen everything else, you're like, well, this one's kind of good. I mean, I liked it. I don't. I can't speak that you'll like it. Right. That, like, it didn't It didn't play to the broader audience. Yeah. But, before, of course, before you get in, we get into it, go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Go follow the other podcasts in the network, Nerds to the Square Circle. And Future Flicks with Billion, which are two weekly podcasts. And you can find both of those podcasts on somewhatnerdy.com, our website. This is issue 39. Big 3-9, which, three isn't, nine. which isn't actually the accurate number. I think we're almost up to 50. Yeah, so. well, we, we've now started numbering every issue, so hopefully. Like a year ago, we yeah. started doing that. Which we just hit our two years a little yeah. while ago. Yeah, we so. had our two-year anniversary podcast that Danger didn't make it to. We are now in our terrible twos. <laughs> Get ready for this podcast, boys and girls. We're going to get real gonna, fussy. I am unleashing this beast. Let's go. Since we haven't been together in a month and a half, what have you been doing, Critter? Uh, me? Uh, you know, still doing the other podcast, too. Uh, Watch Your Mouth Podcast. Watch Your Mouth Podcast. Overall, Shout out. <laughs> overall, though, man, I've been, I've been cooking a lot. Doing a lot of cooking. Still cooking. I keep Love hearing cooking. about these burgers from you, and I have yet to eat one of your hamburgers. It's, it's okay. I haven't made them a whole lot. I mean, mostly uh, dealing with, you know, coming up with cool recipes that yeah, are a little bit different. You called me and it was like meat ratios and yeah, stuff you were talking about. It's all about meat ratios, man. When you grind your own meat, you want to make sure you have a good mix of stuff. Because, I mean, like, you go to the grocery store and buy ground meat, you're just buying one type of meat. And then, you know, you're just, Ugh. And that's why those burgers are just kind of like, meh. See mine? Good. Did you almost die on a camping trip again? Have you been camping? Uh, no, no. Okay, that's No near-death experiences with camping. Haven't been camping. It's a little, it's getting... Warmer, so in warmer, Louis- <laughs> sure. Well, in Louisiana, man, I mean, it, it can go one way. It can go, it can go bad quick in Louisiana. Forties I mean, in the morning and eighties in the afternoon. And not to mention, last time I went camping in uh, Louisiana, it hailed in May. <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. Like, I, you can walk out in the morning; it's forty degrees and it's eighty. By the time I leave to go home again, yeah, from work. So you bring your jacket. You're like, ooh, it's chilly. Then you're like, what the heck? Well, I'm a, it's I'm hot. a, I'm a shorts type of guy even when it's 30 degrees outside you're so, that guy okay yeah. yeah i'm like i'm like the kind of person that will put on like a trash t-shirt but then put on a nice jacket over it and i'll be looking totally fly and i will just you know what i'm just gonna wear that jacket all day even though i'm wiping sweat off my forehead everyone knows it was cold that morning and i'm looking super cool anyway what kind of jackets are you, are they sport coats? <laughs> yeah, or? What kind of dressed up jackets are you wearing all day long? Are they tweed? They're not dressed up. They're like they're like chic, casual, worn, you know, like they just suit me. Are you talking about like a jean jacket? No, I'm talking about this khaki jacket, the only jacket I own. You're wearing a With jacket a that's not khaki right now. It. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a hoodie, which is a jacket. It's not a jacket. There are these these things are clearly defined in the Merriam-Webster dictionary. As different things. So anyway... I think this would be, you know, like, okay, so all hoodies are jackets, but not all jackets are hoodies. You know, if any of my fans just want to fact check this man in the comments, feel free to do it and leave all the stars. You're here. Why didn't you remind us to say that? You have to lead into it. And then so I go... Leave us and a I review, lean in, I lean leave us a review on iTunes and make sure you leave us 
all the stars. We actually had a review um, from January or February of this year that said that was their tagline. I'm leaving all the stars. So oh, thank I you forever it. did that. I believe it. That's one of my three people. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for your fans, what have you been doing? You have not been on the podcast, I don't think, in 2018 yet. I think the last time you were here was when, when Billion was in town. So I've been laying low, you know, because I've been working out of town and hotel internet is not the best at all so i can't really do anything that requires high functioning streaming like quality audio for this podcast it would just be frustrating for everyone involved. everybody mostly yeah me, so. absolutely the editing process and all that's and all that jazz but uh i am happy to be here now and i, I make the drive how long do you drive to get here uh i can make it in an hour and a half no 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 how long i'll would get a normal person <laughs> not speeding take to get here it's about a two-hour drive God, God. dedication mm. like mm-hmm. that man well it takes me 30 minutes i mean and i just oh. i live in the town over the town over and I, i'm every time i come out here i'm like oh god it's so, so far, far. <laughs> i do it for my people well what about you chris you've been doing anything exciting lately i had a kid okay yeah so that's, that's pretty exciting, pretty yeah. exciting. uh i think the last time we recorded um i mean yeah actually was really, about to pop i think my wife if you're really stretching for it, if you're really reaching for it, I guess that's exciting. What'd you name him? Orion. And it was a boy. So, yes, I did have a boy. His name is Orion, like the star constellation. Spelled the same way. I drove in to see it. Your family was... You did. You were at the hospital. Your family was be- beautiful. Ashley was a beautiful mom, mm-hmm. glowing there. Everything the, came out great. Holding the clean Literally. baby. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> uh, we're still working on, since now we have the third kid in the house, uh, we're working on still remodeling the house. Also, I've been obviously doing the other podcast, Nurses Square Circle. So, we had WrestleMania weekend uh, three weeks ago, which took place in New Orleans. I thought for sure you are going to men- mention WrestleMania over your kid. <laughs> Did you? Did yeah, you? I really thought sure. it was nice. going there too. I thought it was going. I was like, talked about that yeah, way like, more WrestleMania. Well, which yeah. WrestleMania was well, awesome. Oh my god, so much awesome stuff. I'm mind blown. Oh yeah, and I had a kid. Whatever. So in private life, I've talked to y'all about the kid already. I, I haven't talked to y'all about WrestleMania. That's why I was more excited about WrestleMania, even though y'all don't care. Um, so I'm not going to bore y'all with a bunch of details about oh, WrestleMania. Thank you. Don't say I don't care. <laughs> don't say I don't care about WrestleMania. I get super hype. <laughs> I get super hyped every time you talk about it. I just love the energy you bring to the topic, and I love hearing all the stories. So what I'm going to, um, if you want to hear about WrestleMania weekend and all the awesome shows that me and Sam Kiss uh, went to on WrestleMania weekend, go check out the latest episode of uh, Nerds of the Square Circle. It would have been funny if you said someone nerdy at that point. (laughs) Just keep screwing up. Uh, but I went to basically three days of wrestling shows in New Orleans. I went to seven or eight shows, I think, all together. So, what places did you eat at in New Orleans? Let's talk about that. Um, nope, no Mc- place. McDonald's. Uh, I ate at McDonald's once. So many good places. You've got to stop at the gumbo pot. I'm. I've lived here my whole entire life. It's not like a like a. Oh my god, I gotta go to New Orleans to eat. So well, no, you can go to New Orleans and get stuff that's not gumbo. You can be a tourist in your own hometown. Absolutely, man. They got good food down there, <sighs> man. Because the, the North Shore ain't got the same kind of food, man. It's true. And mostly a drink, too. I didn't want to spend money on food because beer was like $9. Oh, so. God, I hate You know what? Event beer? Yeah, biggest it's, it's scam. It's the worst. Biggest It's scam. the worst thing ever. You got to take those those camelback bladders and you got to stuff them in your pants. You well, I was stuff them carry, way down in there. Because they were lying on water bottles in, which was really weird at the UNO. I was it UNO like, or the... Uh, uh, Smoothie King Center. 
No, no, Smoothie King Center had all the WWE things, so I oh. went to Ring of Honor on oh, Saturday okay. night. You, which you was were at UNO, okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was like, man, I should have brought a bottle of rum. Like, filled up a water bottle with rum. Oh, why yeah. not? That just sounds like a winning strategy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, go... Now, why are you pouring water into that Coke? <laughs> uh, that's too sweet. So anyway, too sweet. Go... I like it kind of diety and watered down. <laughs> Go listen to the latest episode in the rest of the square circle. Like we break down everything we did that weekend. It was really nice. We actually, I actually got recognized in line while in the wrestling show for somebody that listens to this podcast and the wrestling podcast. Did they just hear your voice and turn around? Like no, oh. the dude turned around. So whoever I can't remember your name at the moment, but turned around, looked at me, he was like, "Man, I know you from somewhere. Where do I know you from?" And I gave him one of the flyers that we had out for the uh, podcast. He's like, man, I listen to your podcast. Nice to meet whoever that was. That I can't think of the name. Does he listen to, to this show too? He does listen to this show. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. So anyway, yes, move on to our movie review. So anyway, we pick a, one of the nerds picks a movie for the other guys to watch. We all watch the movie, review it. Uh, this was my pick this time. So I pick Saturday the 14th. It gets bad on Friday the 13th, but it gets worse on Saturday the 14th. The Book of Evil! Evil? Evil? Richard Benjamin, Paula Prentice. We've inherited a house with a curse. Oh, come on, Mary. You know you don't believe in curses. Well, somebody did the dishes, and we're the only ones in this house. An innocent family driven absolutely batty. Just when you thought it was safe to look at the calendar again comes Saturday the 14th. The year's number one horror comedy spoof. God, look at all these owls. My name is John Hyatt, and I've got bats in my belfry. You know how many? We charge by the bat. Hold it right there, man. No, no, keep it away. No, thank you very much. I'd like to take a look at her neck. Well, if you don't trust me after 311 years of marriage... When I leave this house, there'll be nothing left here to be afraid of. Every shroud has a silver lining, so if you see every other chiller this year, you'll need Saturday the 14th. Well, this must be your charming wife. Ah! Famine. War. Major pest control. Dead! It's your chance to laugh at everything that ever scared you. Come on, Billy. Quit fooling around. Give me a kiss, darling. <laughs> oh, let me just see who that is. I'll be back for that kiss. Be sure to see it before sunrise. Saturday the 14th. Y'all watched this movie, right? I did. I and did. Um, how about one of y'all give it the synopsis to the movie? The synopsis. Okay, well, the... If you can. <laughs> okay, so these people inherit a house that's cursed. So they move into this house and this boy finds this old book called the book of evil he opens it and whoever opens the book unleashes this evil and all these weird monsters keep popping out uh it's up to him to free the house of the curse or whatever but there's vampires there's monsters there's mummies there's plot holes out the yin yang all kinds of all kinds of stuff and that's about the the synopsis of it yeah saturday the 14th that's basically the plot of it it's 
incoherent and it never makes any sense at, at one point of the movie. There were some pretty kind of cheesy, funny parts, though. Th- there is. There is. So this is a movie. Oh, yeah, like this was my pick. And I remember watching this in the 80s for some reason because it was like on the, like a Sunday morning or something like that and watching it. That, but then I forgot about it until like two years ago. I think a, a friend of mine reminded me of it. It's like, you ever seen Saturday the 14th? I'm like, yes, when maybe I was five or six. And there's a reason nobody talks about this movie. This is a fail on so many levels of making a comedy and not having anything funny in the whole entire movie. I just said there's some funny stuff. There's nothing there. funny in the movie. There's I little, did not laugh little one t- time. Other than the, maybe the just the bad acting or maybe the bad story stuff. Maybe. What about when they got in the uh, the Grimace match? Like Van Helsing and Dracula got just started making faces at each other. That's how they fought. At the end of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, was kind of funny. This was the inspiration for that scene in South Park where Cartman's pretending to have a psychic battle with all the other pretending psychics to have... <laughs> They're oh, yeah, pretending it is. to have a psychic battle. It might be, huh? It totally yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Where they're just like staring at each other. There's sounds that of is planes the final crashing battle. and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. It, it was kind of. It, it had Jeffrey Tambor in it, which <laughs> mm-hmm. is the dad from Arrested Development. Yep. And he's funny. I mean, and honestly, he had some funny ish parts, but it's. Yeah, you're right. It's not a funny. It was trying to be funny, but it's so, just missing some things. The movie wants to be a spoof, like you know, airplane and you know, um, yeah, it wasn't spy a well hard done, or stuff like that. It wasn't a well done spoof. It had it some, misses that. It it definitely felt like a comedy from the very beginning, especially when you when you first watched the 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 animated wolf howl in the beginning <laughs> of the God. beginning credits, it and really it starts coughing. <laughs> yeah, it really sets the tone for the film. So this is another movie that I watched with my wife, and then she instantly is pissed off that I made her watch this. As she told you, Critter, earlier, she's watched every single movie with me but Meet the Feebles. Mm-hmm. And she said that I have the worst movies, and also, she's like, everything you pick is terrible. I, I accept Meet the Feebles. Meet the Feebles. But Chopping Mall was great. Chopping Mall is great. I agree. I also think that this movie was great. This movie's not bad. This is a movie, like I said earlier, and like I... Nobody talks about this movie, and I'm kind of surprised that nobody does talk about this movie. This is not a movie I, I think most people have seen. It's not good on, on, and I'll say it's not good on most any level, but it has some kind of weird charm where I wasn't bored or I didn't want to right. watch any of the movie. Right, exactly. Like, I knew it was trying to be funny, and it wasn't at any time, but I, at the same time, I'm like... If, if this, I'm okay with this. If this had been like a play I saw that people put on, like we just wrote a play, now we're putting on our like like an improv type play, I'd be like, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. It wasn't too bad. The practical effects of the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the film, Critter? Like you just all around, not I, the perfect spoof, but. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, but it was definitely uh, rough at times. You know? Yeah. The the. the Kid actors, man, are just tough. And the dad was a bad actor. Everyone but maybe was, on purpose, though. The, the the guy that played Van Helsing was good. Yeah, he and was And right. Jeffrey Tambor... Is always pretty good. Yeah, yeah. The, they were good, but everybody else is just kind of like... I feel a lot of the acting was no done in a spoof kind of way to try to be bad, I hope. You know? It's like one of those things I was like... I feel I can act better than a lot of the people did in the movie, so I feel a lot of stuff was kind of over the top. On purpose. And also the arbitrary of Saturday the 14th, you know. For no reason other than Friday the 13th right. came out two years before this, I think. Yeah, so, so. they were just like, oh, it's bad on Friday the 13th, but it's re- and it, this really is what, bad. Really bad on Saturday the 14th. You know what's going to happen on Saturday the 14th? 
I'm gonna go ahead and actually call this film a master a masterpiece. Oh, really? Of a spoof. Yes. <laughs> okay. So you're introduced to the characters. Uh, it's very very childlike. You know, this is meant for a ten year old. The main protagonist is a ten year old. You're indulged in following this ten year old who is like. A master electrician. Yes. A, yes, a master yes. electrical engineer introduced in the film. They, they walk into the cursed house, flip, flip the lights on, and none of the lights come on. They're like, maybe they didn't pay the electricity bill. No, they bill. turned on and candles That's actually on. my favorite part of the movie. The yeah. candles light up when they hit the light switch. <laughs> so. There are so many little things And did in you there. see the keys they used to open the door? They were like dungeon keys. Were they? Yeah. Okay. There are so many... Exactly. There are so many little things in there. There is like a that. lot of it, yeah. And, and the intention of the of the poor acting is to just cruise through it like oh we're ignoring all these things like every horror film victim because you have to admit horror film victims ignore a lot of red flags before they finally and they purposely do it in this movie right well the dad like bad things are happening in front of them and he's like ah if they thought it's a good day today they thought everything was owls yes yeah, it's owls. It's owls, and she opens the door, the the window. And she's literally three a, inches away from a bat. It's like, oh yeah, it is an owl. It was an owl, and she closes it, and then she goes upstairs, and she's like getting swarmed and bitten by bats, and she's like, all of these owls are biting me. <laughs> you know, like it's it's over the top. It's amazing, and you just have to appreciate it that this was meant for ten year olds, and for being a ten year old film, they did horror just right. So I did, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure I watched this in the eighties. I don't have a memory of it, so it was kind of like watching it new. So it's kind of the standard that we have here now is, is it better or worse than Meet, Meet the, the Feebles? And there's not many that are worse, except maybe The Howling. The Howling is definitely worse than You weren't than here Meet for the, the review on that one, but wow. But that is one, you weren't here on The I Howling. I did that to you on purpose. <laughs> no, you didn't, because you had to watch that movie too. <laughs> it was, just nothing happened the uh, entire movie. Did y'all watch all the way through the credits? No. Come on, man. No. That's if there's, the best parts if there's an after credit scene, it, it's I not don't want to see it. It's not a Marvel movie. As soon as it rolled credits, it's like, oh, thank God. Thank God. I it's made one, it to the end. It took me three days to watch it all. Where they put on this really hip music, and then they and then they take scenes from the film, and they mash them together. And No. Never saw any of that. Uh, anyway, so I would put this over Meet the Feebles. I would recommend you watching this movie if you've never seen it. Surprisingly. It's bad as the movie is. It is kind of endearing. It kind of has. It's it's a mystery it science theater. Thing. Yeah, it most definitely does. Yeah, movie where it's like, eh, it's okay. It's better to meet the people. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. That was my movie. Uh, Critter is obviously next picking a movie to for us to watch. So w- w- what's the next movie on the docket? This movie is called Arcade, and it came out in 1993. It's a horror movie. Horror sci-fi. Really? A virtual reality game begins taking over the minds of teenagers. I don't know this movie. Well, I think I, think I might have seen it before, but okay. I won't really know until I go start watching, watching it. Watching it? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 like it has uh, old school computer graphics, you know, like reboot style type crap in it. Okay. I'm I'm well, I'm looking forward to it cuz it's something I don't think I've heard of. So. And here's the thing, Seth Green was in this. Wow, okay, yeah. okay. But Seth Green has been a teenager yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. He can still play a teenager right now. I, I mean, mean, he was a teenager back in 19... Like, this is when he actually was a teenager. But when he was on that 70s show, mm-hmm. he must have been in his 30s. For sure. <laughs> the dude is in his 50s now. And he's so. still, he still could play, like, an undergrad. 
The next movie we'll review on the next full episode of Somewhat Nerdy Radio is Arcade from what year? 1993. 1993. So we're going to go ahead and take a break and we're going to come back with the news. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. let's go ahead and move into the news and um first thing on the list is first look at solo we've had a few trailers for solo now and the movie doesn't look as bad as i thought it was going to with with the problems of everything on behind the scenes and ron howard having to reshoot the, the the movie and most importantly another person playing harrison ford this movie doesn't look that bad well and and don glover man i mean like that he's he's a nerd at heart, and I think he's going to do a lot of justice to that character that he's playing, Lando. Yeah, he's, he's a golden goose. He's a golden goose for sure. Everything he touches, but he's not the main character. This is it's Solo. I, that I, dude needs to be able to carry the movie by himself and I, make you forget that he's playing a bastardized version of Harrison Ford. And I think in some of the trailers, some scenes in the trailer, I'm like, yeah, I buy it. And in some other scenes, I'm like. Eh, you know. His voice okay. is a lot higher than Harrison Ford's. It is. Like, a the lot higher. First teaser... It sounds like my voice. I'm like, who's this dork? Oh, <laughs> oh man. I, I, Don't I project yourself feeling... onto Harrison Ford. I didn't. <laughs> or that guy, whatever his name is. Yeah, see? Exactly. Forgettable. <laughs> I get the feeling that you're going to experience a lot of understanding as to what made Han Solo into the legend that he was doing the Parsec run and whatnot, where he picks up a lot of his idiosyncrasies in the original trilogy. Yeah, I, I, I you mean, mean a liar, a crook, a cheat? Somebody that will shoot first. Down to the phrases and the words that he uses. So like, you know, Woody Harrelson's in the trailer, he goes, hey kid. You know? Right, 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 right. And then they say, yeah, I feel pretty good about this. Well, you have a feeling that right after that scene, things go sideways, and suddenly he's going to start having a bad feeling about this. You get what I'm saying? So, I mean, it, it's... And that's a famous phrase that they use in... The bad feeling in all the yeah, Star Wars okay. movies, yeah, yeah. Um, but for my thought process about what this movie was going to look like and the kind of slickness mm-hmm. of at least the trailers... I'm 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 pleasantly surprised about it. I am, by the way, love the Disney Star Wars movies because I'm a fan of Star Wars. Right. So I'm. It's hard for me to hate on Star Wars no matter what. So okay. So I'm I'm kind of in between you and Danger over here because you know you got Danger over here that just everything hates, about hate, the new Star, Star Wars. Wars movies. Yeah. Me, I like it, but it's not like this thing. This is oh my god. But then again. When it comes to the original trilogy, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to model my life around this. I already had Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. I didn't need anything else. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I, I liked I pr- basically everything I see from Star Wars I like, including right. the cartoons, clone, you know, the uh, Kenny Travick, uh, Jer- uh, Russian name guy, did Dexter's Lab, Samurai Jack. 
Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Clone Wars stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Um, I liked, you know, even the stuff on Disney XD isn't bad. No, it's really you know, good. It's, it's all okay things, and that, I think, all in all, Star Wars is just something that's enjoyable no matter what. No matter what. Enjoyable. I didn't say it was good. But it is good. I know. You didn't say I, it's good, I, right. but it is good. Right. It, there you go. That's why Thank I'm in you. between y'all two. Jindy Tartakovsky. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for your input. Um, yeah, but no, the the solo, they, they've had like three trailers, I think, out. Uh, the movie's coming out soon, too. Um, I think it's... Memorial uh, Day. Memorial Day. We were all kind of worried because they were holding the trailer off for a long, long time. But it looks like behind the scenes, and it's rumor right now, a lot of the movie isn't ready yet. Yeah, like, well, they're, apparently know, they're fil- they're still editing right now. So you know, with Ron Ho- Howard behind the, you know, behind the lens, I'm not too worried. And refilming the entire movie, apparently. I, I mean, I've seen Ron Howard movies that I don't like. I don't care for that much. But then you rewatch Cinderella Man, mm-hmm. which is like a boxing movie, and you're like, oh, why would I care about this? Great Depression boxer, and then you watch it, and you're just like, I, I oh, love okay, it. Okay, yeah, I I'm absolutely in love with this movie. Cinderella Man was done by Wait, Clint Eastwood. Ryan Johnson? No, it was not. No, no sure? that was, it was Ron Million Howard. Dollar Baby. There you go. Yeah. Ryan Ryan Johnson is not directing the solo films. What is he doing? Doesn't he have a whole trilogy that he's supposed to be doing? He is. If that wasn't solo? No, that's not solo. So the original director for solo, I can't remember his name, got fired. It was a woman and a man team, I think. It was a, it was a, a team. A couple. Yeah. And they got fired because they would not play ball with Disney. And apparently the first like looks at the movie sucked so ron howard was always their first choice we reported on this like a few months ago whenever they did it and then he got hired and brought in pretty much the very next day so ron howard this is this is a movie directed by ron howard pretty much 100 percent. so it'll, it, it, it ought to work out yeah. i've got high hopes uh, yeah richie cunningham does a good job man <sighs> nice uh speaking of giant directors um doing movies steven spielberg will be doing a dc movie Let's see how that plans out, huh? So it it's a DC movie, but in the the very very small the it's not a, like a superhero movie, and I never could see him doing a superhero movie. It's Black Hawk, and the only thing I know about Black Hawk is from the uh, Final Frontier movies, um, which was done. Who did the artwork for that? I, I, was it Dustin Wynn? Possibly. No, it wasn't Dustin Wynn. They had a certain style to yeah, it, a certain like painting style. Anyway, the Blackhawks were like a team that was on that that were like fighter pilots. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to be this is not going to be a, like a superhero movie. They're like old school. I mean, they've been featured in that uh, you know, the Justice League cartoon. They were featured in that. So they were fighter pilots from World War II. So I would imagine they're going to try to connect this with DC Universe, but in a very realistic Steven Spielberg type way. You'll probably have some kind of supers type stuff, but it's really he's going to make a war movie that takes place in DC universe, which there, I mean, he's he's Steven Spielberg, so I mean, this movie, long as Warner Brothers keeps their hands out of it, this can be really good. Yeah, well, if it, if there if it's Steven Spielberg, if anyone has clout to say, nah, I'm don't, gonna, I'm not nah, doing this. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it my way. Yeah, people are like, oh, well, all right, <laughs> greatest director of all time, we'll let you do it this time. I want to see him thrown into a battle with parademons and they're just like having this fighter pilot battle with parademons and then red blasts are like exploding on the planet's surface underneath them and then, so that's like you stuff, know like boom superman tubes. just goes flying past i don't even think superman needs to be in this movie because it's world war ii so i mean superman wouldn't have been wonder around. woman just goes like wonder stabbing, woman can be around stabbing yeah. hades 
with his mustachioed face and all, with her god killing sword. So World War Two, Wonder Woman was World War One, right in the movie, right? In right? The movie, okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they can do all that kind of stuff. That's what I, I'm more imagining it not being a superhero movie and more of a war movie well, where is, they can kind of stretch. This some is kind more of, of a of a hero movie because yeah, he's, yeah, you yeah. Know, he, he's he's a leader of a team as opposed to you know you can say the same thing about Batman not being a superhero, and I I, I do not mean to say that because he absolutely is. But it's one of those things that he's still just a person, you know. But this guy is just a war hero person. Right. Yeah, moving on. Um, probably the biggest movie. I'm going to go ahead and say biggest movie of the year. Avengers Infinity War comes out. Probably, I think probably when you're hearing this, this already came out. I'm so ready. I'm so, I'm always pumped up for Marvel movies. Black right. Panther was awesome. Mm-hmm. I finally got to see that. Speaking of, while I was watching Black Panther, you know, in Movie Tavern, how big the Cokes are? Mm-hmm. Like, it's huge. Uh, the waiter knocked the whole entire drink into my lap. Nice. Five seconds into the movie. Oh man! Mm. Did they did they comp your movie? Yeah, or? yeah, they comped everything, but that, that was not important. It, I sat super, there. That's super important. No, I, I didn't even really care. I, I like I got up and I was I was really really upset. Obviously, obviously. Um, and I walked into the hallway of the movie to, uh, movie place and I'm cleaning myself off. And there's only so much cleaning you can do because like, then it's just wet. Yeah, your I'm underwear's just wet. wet. I'm, then... I'm soaked. My butt soaked. My my private area is. You can soaked. feel it just running down your butt crack. So I'm like, I have to make a decision at that moment. Like, do I leave the movie theater? Or do I go ahead and watch the movie? And I'm like, I gotta watch the movie. So the I would have done the same. The guy that knocked the drink off of me was cleaning up while I was outside, and he's walking out of the door while I'm talking to one of the managers, and he doesn't want to make eye contact with me. So I, I walk up to him. I was like, Did you drop? Did you spill the drink onto me? And he kind of looks at me, and he starts to kind of shake because he he's really upset. I'm like, man, I relieve you of all pressure. It was an accident. If you did it on purpose, we would be having a different conversation. So that was my experience watching Black Panther. So, but Black Panther was really good. Mm-hmm. So you can, I, I can obviously see the setups in that movie, kind of that what's going to go into Infinity War. Really good. Black Panther was really good. Really good. It's or not my... like the only film that we had in between uh, good movies. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's not my favorite Marvel movie by a lot. Uh, I still find Winter Soldier to be the best Marvel movie they've ever made. Yep. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok is amazing. It's awesome, and I love the Guardians movies. So those four movies are, to me, the pinnacle of Marvel movies. Original Iron Man. It's good. It's good. And, and I can watch it over and over again, and I love what it did for the universe. The pace, it set the pace, It set the pace. It set the pace. I really um, enjoyed that. Guardians and Thor change the game for Marvel movies for me. Well, it's because so, they made them. They had good directors that were like, good directors hey, let's that made, be funny. It's, it's, made, it's not even that they're funny. They just made them fun movies. Exactly. They, the popcorn ability of it, and then also still being good. I mean, like they hit, they hit you with the feels in all of them. Uh, and then the, the action sequences were great, especially the, Thor Ragnarok, yeah. which that guy who directed it, I don't, I, he's Taika never, Watiti. Yep. he's ne, he's a comedic director. He's never sure. done action sequences, and he did it's an amazing awesome. job. And then, I, whoever his choreographer was for that stuff, more power to them. Yeah, yeah. But for him to like trust that person enough, be like, make this awesome because I'm gonna make it funny too. So the flip side of that is the Russo Russo brothers, Russo brothers, um, which did Winter Soldier, right? Which is and Civil War and Civil both War, both great movies. Both great movies are doing Infinity War, so it's a different kind of style, but still taking a lot of that Marvel sensibility into the movies. 
this movie I think they're uh, all around well-rounded directors yeah, that they, they can really are. that they take the funniness from, you know, what these other characters have and like we can do that. We can help. Mm-hmm. You know, like we may not be able to hit it on all the notes that you do, but we can definitely make it work for your characters. I don't think people are prepared for what's going to happen in this movie. I'm annoyed. Oh, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm annoyed. I'm prepared. About what? I'm prepared. I'm I'm annoyed about the movie in general. And and part of that is because like someone someone you love is going to be gone and that's going to suck. But the other I thing is I would think 80% of the people in this movie I don't want to ruin stuff for people. Uh, yeah, if we're going on the comics it doesn't matter because everybody in the comics that plays big roles aren't in this yeah, yeah, yeah. this universe yet or at all ever. What I don't like is the fact that the Russo brothers had to put out a newsletter to say don't ruin this movie and mm. people are like oh i won't ruin it for the first week a week this thing is the most highly pre-sold movie ever you gotta understand we won't be able to see this movie for a long time if you didn't buy pre-sale tickets there's a good chance things are gonna get ruined there's yeah. a lot of things i'm expecting to happen in this movie and like i said i don't want to ruin anything because i read the comic book and i know it's not going to be the comic book but this movie is going to tug on your sensibilities of what you think is going to happen in this movie. People are going to die. People that you didn't think would be possible to die in a Marvel movie. And it's going to be, it's going to be intense. It's going to be hurt. Well, yes. this, this, entire, this entire arc is going to be the excuse to bring in the other characters that are more current. Mm-hmm. So they're going to cycle in more Avengers. Reading the source material, you kind of get a feeling. You know exactly what's going to happen. Uh, to an extent. Yeah, so... We still don't have the rights to the Fox characters. Which are a pinnacle role in the comic book, so that's why this is... It's going to be different. It's going to be different. The story can can be told to the same uh, impact without all those characters. So everybody's... Just the investment that you have in all of these people. You love Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. You love Chris Evans Name a character you don't like as that character. Name one. Can you name one character? Mark Ruffalo. As the Hulk. I think he's like the him? best Hulk. Yeah, he is the best Hulk. Even though I like um, uh, Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Norton yeah, well, he's a better he, Hulk. Edward Norton is just a better actor. Yeah, this is true. Mark Ruffalo. He, however, Mark Ruffalo to me brought a humor to Hulk that I wanted. It's not even a humor. It's that a old charming, alcoholic, like a charming, like. Well, it's the alcoholic addict thing where he's scared of what he becomes, and he got rid of a little bit of that. Was the. Uh, the Thor movie where he's more embracing the Thor, which I'm, again I'm completely fine with all that. People are also forgetting this is only the first part of Infinity War. There's a whole another three movie that's out next year or the year after. I know, and that is the that is the part that terrifies me most is that they're gonna do all these things in this film, and then I'm gonna be left sitting nope. there. Nope, nope, nope. What I read, and this is from the Russo brothers Twitter. It's page. a stand up, standalone movie. It, it, they're like. It's obviously that there's a second, but they they didn't like how movies like The Hunger Games and all those other ones just had like, it was a movie cut in half. They didn't like that. So this is its own movie, and the next one will make sense. I know they're saying that, but there is definitely going to be cliffhanger type, not full every, type movies. Every movie And I know every movie does that. But no, every movie in the, Mar- in the Marvel Universe has been a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how long have we seen Thanos? Like, since the beginning. Since I don't think it's going to be as clear-cut as what they're making out. Maybe be. not. Yeah. Maybe it's because they're so close to it. Yeah. But I have more faith in them to, to try it better, to, to, to 
make a standalone movie. You're like, hey, you know what? I'm satisfied with this as a movie. I mean, but I want to see. It was only next. last year. This was part one. The title of this movie was part one. The next one was be part two. They haven't released the title of the next movie because they said it's going to ruin things. Mm. So I think by the end of the year, we'll know the title of the next movie and we'll already seen this movie. So there you go. Stick with some uh, Marvel news. Deadpool cartoon canceled before it even begins. I'm bummed about that. Yeah, it sucks. And it, I wasn't really bummed out about it until we saw the test footage. The te- well, I know you're not a huge fan of Deadpool. I'm not. I'm not. But I, I like the character enough. I think him as an animated thing, it would it be works. a lot of fun. Yeah, I saw especially him, the style that they were doing for the cartoon. I saw him in old in the Ultimate Spider-Man series, and that was a really fun episode. Mm-hmm. It is. And uh, there was that scene. There was that time he was in the Marvel, uh, the Wolverine versus Hulk movie. Yeah, from a few years ago. Yeah. yeah, and that he was he that was a lot of fun. I this would have been a lot of fun to see as as a cartoon. Um, there was creative differences between Donald Glover, who is uh, the show runner or producer or yeah. director, writer, creator, whatever he was. Just, did it ever come out what the differences was or they may what never. Why? They, they may yeah, never. Yeah. I mean, it may be you can't one burn of, bridges. I guess. Yeah. You know, it's a shame, but it's okay. Yeah. I, if Deadpool two does well, this will be a thing again. It may not be with Donald Glover, but it may be with someone else. Possibly. I mean, because, I mean, it, it's only a right around the corner and Disney will have the rights back to all this stuff. This was a Disney product, but with the blessing of Disney, it was a Fox product, with the blessing of Disney. Disney will have control over everything in the next few years. So I don't know if they want to really put the money and everything behind it. They're still letting people do whatever they want with their R-rated stuff because they yeah. don't want to tackle it. And they and they were very clear on Deadpool as a, a, a property they want to pursue in the future. I mean, Deadpool it was Deadpool, X-Men, Fantastic Four. That was their words, not X-Men and Fantastic Four. It was those three. We also got a new Deadpool trailer, I think, today or yesterday. Uh, Chatterstar. A lot of fun. I haven't watched. I don't watch trailers anymore, so I only watched the first trailer this, of Deadpool. This Deadpool trailers give nothing away. Yeah, like yeah. Zero. I know it's just funny, and it's just I'm like hyped. Th- yeah. I'm hyped for Shatterstar though. So, so I'm that's the only thing hyped. I've seen is people keep sending me pictures of Shatterstar because I really like Shatterstar, and because he's just a stupid character. He looks, he looks kind of weird in this <laughs> he's trailer. So, he's <laughs> so terrible of a character. And he he looks terrible. He looks but terrible. I would be bummed out if he looked awesome. <laughs> so, but he uh, but my favorite part is Peter, just a normal guy, just a dude. Just I a just dude. saw the ad. Nice. And, see, I haven't watched the trailer. Because so. in the trailer, he was going, he's like ragging on people, like that's not a power. Like, what are your powers? And they he argued with them, and he goes, "Well, what are your superpowers?" Because I don't have any. And he's like, "You're in." Nice. He I doesn't. don't have any. I just saw the ad. So that movie comes out in what a month? May eighteenth. Some okay. Yeah. There you go. So it's right after Avengers. Wait, that date didn't get pushed up? I don't know. No, it's May 18th. Is it? Okay. Wishful thinking. <laughs> Dick in again with some Marvel news. Jessica Jones got renewed for a season three, and and I am... Why? I don't... I don't sh- shut your mouth. It needs uh, a season three for sure. This one was filler. This have, whole season felt like filler. I have no idea why. I've only seen five episodes of Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones season two. I, never, I haven't finished the season yet, and it's been out for a really long time, and everybody knows... Jessica Jones and Luke Cage is my favorite characters for some reason, and it's nothing to do with the show. I just a lot of things got in the way of me watching the show, and I just haven't went back to it yet. I know they're working on season two of Luke. I know they're working on another season of uh, Punisher, uh, but I, I don't know what's happening with when the release date for Daredevil is. So there's so much opportunity in all of these franchises. Uh, Daredevil has an entire rogues gallery. Yes. The Kingpin 
is not done. The mm. kingpin is biding his time. Bullseye still has not shown up. So there you go. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a whole lot to be explored with Daredevil. Don't be so anxious about what they're gonna do with him. Oh no 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 no! A lot there's a lot. Well, I, I'm I'm kind of glad that the hand is kind of wrapped up though. You know mm. that after Iron Fist they beat the hand to death. Yeah, I, I was kind of sick seeing ninjas was in the whole entire Netflix kind of series. So I mean, I like I like the ninja stuff in Daredevil, but when it got to Iron Fist, I'm like, okay, so this is just like secondary, just Daredevil bad guys again that he's facing i was surprised that the hand didn't pop up in the jessica jones series you know what i mean like i was surprised that these people weren't showing up down the line and causing her problems because i felt like that would be a pretty fun contagious way to pull her back into whatever storyline i'm just surprised that they didn't bring it up so uh yeah eventually i'll watch season two and overall it's okay yeah i know i know i I mean mean, i really like i've said season two one of jessica jones is one of my favorite netflix shows so far so did they bring any of the defenders into her second season don't tell me i didn't i didn't think so spoilers oh my gosh Luke's going to show we up. Got they're a gonna, they're rule. Gonna, they're I'm sorry, gonna get buried. I just violated a 10-year rule. Uh, so moving on in weird 90s video game news, John Cena is going to be playing Duke Nukem, apparently, in a live-action movie. I think it's okay. Uh, that good comedic timing. He does. He's a big dude, which makes it weird. Yeah. Because he's weirdly big. Yeah, baby. John Cena yeah. has enough self-awareness of who he is and, you know, how he can act. I mean, he's not a bad actor or anything No, like no. That. I mean, he's not of the rock quality, in my not, opinion. Not I, I've talked about this. started on... out like, you know, Mm-mm. like, I, I see, I like The Rock. Yeah, you're I right, mean, because, right. I mean, Rundown was one of the first movies he did after Scorpion King, which Scorpion King, his cameo in Mummy 2, that was weird. That was terrible. <laughs> but then him as Scorpion King actually was pretty good. I like that movie. And then when I watched him in Rundown, I'm like, this dude. This is the dude to watch. He's a wrestler, you know that. Right? I know that. Okay, I just want to let you know. I'm going um, to give John Cena a chance. John Cena is coming out, so there's the, the Duke Nukem, which, again, it's a real weird character for us to get in 2018. I mean, it would have been maybe better 15 years ago. But he's also coming in the Bumblebee movie. Uh, he is playing opposite of Bumblebee. He's going to own the Transformers, Bumblebee. And it's going to be a bug, a Volkswagen Beetle, too. So that's that's what they're doing with the Transformer <laughs> yeah. series. Wow. Mm. Just screw it. Why not? Sure. Let's do something different than what they've been doing. No, they should just... Didn't they ruin the whole entire world and like Transformers rule the whole entire world? See, I haven't seen any of the Transformers movies. I haven't seen the latest one. I haven't seen the latest one. Yeah, I think it's like some uh, poptalyptic world where transformers were like rule everything and they destroyed washington dc and all this stuff it's just kind of like i could be way off of that but i'm pretty sure sounds way off tired of giving michael bay my money for all his explosions nice um next up i only put this on the list because i need danger to explain this to me rick and morty are doing a dungeons and dragon uh comic book and we're not getting a season four what? That's the other reason I, I wanted this on this yeah season four has not been okayed by the uh i'm gonna uh, tell you why boys it's because Dan Harmon came out and... Didn't he say there's no stories or he doesn't know what to do? Oh, I bet he would say he doesn't know what to do because he came out and said some pretty, like, political stuff. Like, it was, it was, um, he was less than ethical and he was less than stellar. He wasn't perfect. About season three? Or just working <clears throat> with people in season his three? His personal life. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and his inner office relationships. Okay, yeah, you're so, being very PC. That's good. Yeah, yeah like... Yeah. So it was it was something that wasn't right, 
and I bet he just doesn't know what to do with that. Like, I bet he doesn't know what to do. So, so there's no uh, season four at all okayed at all. Yeah. Um, Obviously, for Rick Cartoon and Morty, Network, which is a very loose studio anyway with mm-hmm. with things. On their Adult Swim stuff, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, like, that stuff just isn't tolerated anymore. And... This, uh, obviously, Rick and Morty has endless potential for stories, all right? They're endless potential for stories, and they are obviously growing those characters in a certain direction. They'll be able to tell their stories, continue the the hero's arc. So how does the world get mixed with Dungeons & Dragons? That's Every- what I need to explain to me. Everything we do is is relatable to Dungeons & Dragons, oh, Chris. here we go. Everything we do <laughs> in our lives, and with an endless realm to an endless amount of realms to choose from endless universes one of them is bound to be magical and have magic items and dragons you can slay haven't they been to some D &D world in the season two i think they've been they've been to some relatively close like medieval worlds where they'd never really grown you know there's some alien life in there mixed in but they're still in medieval times they're living in castles two quick video game (laughs) news is uh at the end uh billy mitchell do y'all know who that is yeah yeah so in uh what's the name of the documentary uh, King of King, King of Kong, Kong. Yeah. great documentary. And Fistful of Quarters yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Dan Kirk from Watch Your Mouth schooled me on uh, Billy Mitchell. So apparently, Billy Mitchell got busted for potentially cheating on getting the newest high score on Donkey Kong by using an emulator. Yeah, so the emulator was kind of uh, loads different whenever mm-hmm. um, it's loaded from Mame or original arcade cabin. It loads different things pop up first before like the scoreboard from billy it looks like he edited a bunch of different footage together for his perfect game and it's been standing for how long now oh i i don't know how how long ago did that documentary came out uh a couple years ago okay it's it's been that long it's been a long time yeah it's been a while i mean he's had the record for a really long time he's been in the uh guinness book of records for a long time too it's been over 10 years anyway so all his footage apparently is being pulled from twin galaxy which is kind of the the standard video game records he's pulling getting pulled off that they also striked his red name off of every other record that he ever had from uh twin galaxies and guinness i'm just picturing a bunch of officials walking up to him and like taking his taking his medal hand (laughs) And then ripping his badge off his shirt, and then ripping the metal off of his neck. So I don't know if you've seen it because he released a video um, a week he swear, ago. Yeah, he swears he's, he has he's proof still swearing that he didn't proof. cheat. And everybody, there's proof that he cheated so much that I I don't know what else the dude can say. The dude's a little he's kind of weird in the first place. Well, he he plays video games for a living. I, I get that. <laughs> he he doesn't play video games for a living. He plays video games on the side. He actually makes hot sauce for a living. Yeah, he plays he's video there. games to ruin his marriage. Yeah, All of go. those are hobbies. Um <laughs> Peter Dinklage's character in uh Pixel mm-hmm. was based off of uh That makes sense. Yeah, and so I mean that is literally him. So <laughs> Uh, and the only other news, and this news that matters to me, uh, Shinmu, which is a awesome video game series that came for Dreamcast. Anybody even still remembers the Dreamcast? Nobody remembers uh, the shut Dreamcast up. games. Uh, one and two, <laughs> which we only got one in America, and we got two, I think, in uh, England uh, and, and obviously Japan, is getting a re-release for the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 and PC. Um, that is going to be coming out before the crowdfunded 
Shinmu 3, which we never got, which will complete the series. That was a Kickstarter game from three years ago that we still haven't got anything, which I only remembered when they announced Shinmu 1 and 2 that I paid $100 to make number three. <laughs> Their game still has a game out. Well, so. I mean, that takes time. It, it does take time. Especially, you know, like, think about it. You, you, it's crowdfunded. Yeah. So if they don't do it right, imagine how mad well, people will be. Well, they already know. Like, they only, they raised a lot of money. Like, it was a, a crap ton of money. But we know already Sony is paying for the rest of the game because they want it released on the PlayStation fours was it is it i mean it's going to be remastered or these one and yeah two so the, one and two is going to be remastered with uh normal controls modern day controls so the original one had the weird tank controls where you had to hold the, the left and right trigger to turn yourself mm-hmm. and then you had to push the stick uh, old um um resident evil controls you had to play the whole entire game like that but this game when you describe shinmu to a like a, a normal person uh you do like things like Go get a job. Deliver papers. <laughs> so, Paperboy, Sims, what it's, else you got? It's really weird to explain to you if you've never played I've never it. heard of the game. It was really big, you know, in the early 2000s, late 90s, I guess, when I don't remember exactly when the, year the, the game came out. It was really big on the Dreamcast. Well, the Dreamcast didn't last that long. So, these games came out on the original Xbox, which also didn't wasn't super popular. But the people that are played, it kind of had some really big... Uh, cult following. So, what the was game. the game like? Who was the antagonist, protagonist? So, the name, mean the name guy is not Shinmu. It's Ryu or Ryu. Ryu, Ryu, or whatever how you want to say it. And his father gets killed, and he is trying to avenge and find by delivering out. papers. Gotcha. Well, it's you got to make it's, a living, dog. It's, it you is, no, but living. it's exactly you that. Make you your have, hustle, yeah. You gotta. You have to make money. You have to go check in with your mom every day. You have a certain amount of time from the time you wake up in the morning until nighttime. They do all these things, and all those things sound boring, but when they're put into this game in this weird, realistic way, it's really, really, really fun. Because there's never been a game like that before, and there's never been a game like that since, and maybe for a good reason. But we're finally getting number three, hopefully in the next few years, which is smart, because now they're going to release one and two, so you actually know what's going to happen with three. So, that's the only reason I wanted to bring that up. Play the games, they're good. Uh, yeah, so we're going to go ahead, and I think that's it for the news. We're going to take a break now. We're going to come back with our nerd talk where we're going to talk about movies that were almost good. So we'll be right back. Nerds in a Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Nerds in a Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Hi, I'm Sam Jericho of SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds of the Squared Circle. Join me, Starf Chris, and the dude with the headband. We talk about wrestling and more wrestling do you like wrestling yeah then you should listen to our podcast do you not like wrestling you should still listen to our podcast someone to read a comms nerds of the squared circle subscribe to us on itunes or your favorite podcast app today nerds of the squared circle on someone there are several ways to raise money for a good cause some do it by running marathons some host high dollar dinners and some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall, filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, f***. 
Yeah, <laughs> the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that f***ing a jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. And welcome back. Uh, We are kicking off our nerd talk. Uh, We are talking about movies that were almost good. And by that, we mean movies that are good. In all you, sense might, of the you might like these movies. Yeah, you, you you watch these movies. And be like, yeah, it was pretty good. But you're not gonna go out and just like, dude, you know, and you know what movie you have to see, have to see, like because if someone asked me what's a good horror movie or like off the wall movie you have to see, I'm like Cabin in the Woods, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you, someone's like, oh well, I might check it, I'm like, no, do yourself a favor, go watch that movie. You're never gonna go to somebody that's never seen a movie like ever, ever, and you're like, here's a list of movies that you need to watch. Right. None of these movies are gonna be on that list. This is this is like the tier two type stuff. You know, like you know what, you got some spare time, looking to kill something. These movies are okay to watch. So we're gonna go ahead and start it off with what really set this list off and where where Critter got the idea for this list was what movie. Uh, well, I was actually talking to my girlfriend about like uh, this movie, Daybreakers, with Ethan Hawke, Sam Neill, William Dafoe. Um, I was explaining, because, you know, we like scary movies and horror movies. She was talking about vampire movies. I'm like, you know, it's a pretty cool vampire movie. And I, I said, Daybreakers. She goes, I don't know what that is. So I started explaining it. She goes, it sounds really, really cool. I'm like, it sounds really cool. But when you watch it, you'll be like, okay, yeah. That was a movie. That was an okay movie. Could have gone places. But it took me somewhere. So I love Ethan Hawke. I own this movie on Blu-ray. I brought it the day it came out on Blu-ray, actually. Um, just because I really wanted to see this I movie. I saw it in theaters. So. I didn't go see it in theaters. So I was bummed out when I didn't go see it in theaters. But then I read the reviews of this movie. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's like I don't need to go see this yeah. in theaters. But I did buy it instantly. And then I watched it. And it is, if this would have came out on the Sci-Fi channel... This would have been, this a, been a the really best good sci-fi, sci-fi movie, movie yeah. they ever released, other than Sharknado. <laughs> well, this would have been a good movie, instead um, of just embracing the cheesiness. So this movie is a world where vampires, um, the virus of vampires takes over pretty much everybody. everybody. They're, they're, it's the ruling class. And the last remaining people are either in hiding or on blood farms. Yeah, they just have uh, these big towers, think Matrix-style uh, just sucking the blood out of unconscious people. However, people are dying out. They can't find more humans, non-vampire humans, so their food source is drying up. And what's cool about this, this, this is the thing, so many cool little things, is that when they don't get human blood, they turn into like a primitive version of vampires. You know, the turning Very into bat-looking yeah. vampires. And then they become more primal and primitive. And... uh I really like that idea. So they're trying to f- find out ways to develop th- synthetic human blood to save them and things like that. Ethan Hawke plays the main scientist developing that technology. And he does not drink human blood. He, he drinks, hates it. He hates it. He hates the idea of being a vampire. Yeah. He drinks pig's blood, and that's why he's trying to develop the synthetic blood to stop the need of, you know, he's basically PETA for people. So what makes this an almost <laughs> good movie 
it's hard to put your finger on what's wrong with it's this actually, movie. It's so many good things. Good. The acting isn't even bad. No, it's not. The uh, story is cool. The story idea is really good. It, some weird things are executed really weird, especially during towards the ends of the movie. Definitely the editing towards the end of the movie is really weird. However, the ending I loved. Yeah, the ending is really cool. Uh, uh, how they cure the vampire disease is really cool. What year did this base, movie come out? 2009. Uh, it's basically like a reverse zombie virus. You know, we don't have to follow the 10-year rule. I know that's ridiculous. This is 2009. If you haven't it, seen it, this almost is really, ten, It's almost 10 years. This though. is your fault for not seeing this movie. But it, uh, it's like a reverse zombie virus. Mm-hmm. So instead of a person getting bite, like a zombie biting a person turning them into a zombie, these people that are cured from the vampire virus now have infectious blood that if other vampires bite them, they turn into humans. And I even like the way they, they figure out how they cure it. They cure it really with cool. sunlight. Sunlight, so like a massive amount. It burns, burns the virus, virus out, of them. out of them, but you have to get burned and cooled off instantly pretty before much you, quickly. Or you so die. Or you die. <laughs> so, uh, so, like I said, there's so many cool things. There's really cool vampire lore, but the movie's not good. It's goodish. It's goodish, but it's not. It's there's something missing where it just turns it into a perfect movie. Yeah, something's missing. And w- if you watch the movie, you'll you'll completely understand. You watch the whole entire movie. It's like, oh man, this is really cool. This is really cool. This is really cool. Why oh, didn't I like why that more? What was wrong with that yeah. movie? <laughs> so you've never seen this stuff. No. Uh, I've seen parts of it. I think setting was a really big issue. Everything just being so futuristic. It wasn't totally futuristic. I mean, it was like this time frame. And it's still like the weird things that you would never think about is everybody being a vampire. Like he walks up and there's like 10 year olds and 12 year olds smoking cigarettes and getting high and drinking and stuff like that. Because obviously they've been alive for 20 years. They just look like they're 10, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like weird things like that you would never think of, of a world completely ran by people that don't age. I mean, and these people go and still get their coffees they're going yeah, with coffees yeah, yeah. but they want blood in it and then when there was a blood they're like sorry we're out of blood they flipped out which people do would people, do people yeah. get mad if you're out of their mocha syrup <laughs> like, how can you be out of mocha syrup i've been coming here the last 300 years you've had it every day yeah i mean and they flip out man and and you know it's funny to see that in a world where vampires are now the the ultimate race people are still people people you know? And people suck. People suck. suck. So, uh, moving on to um, a horror movie, to a sci-fi movie. We're going to talk about Alien Resurrection. So, this is a movie that I love. I like this movie on a lot of different levels. It's got Ron Perlman. It's got Ron Perlman. Which this was written by Josh Whedon. I like almost everything with Ron Perlman. Yeah, Ron Perlman's awesome. And he plays a really cool character in this movie. He plays a really great bad guy. Yeah, yeah, he plays yeah. a really good good guy but he plays a really great bad guy uh winona Winona writer is in this movie so this is some kind of weirdness of the alien franchise where in three obviously she dies uh she gets blown up in the prison which by the way three is this a bad movie so we're just not going to talk about that one um i kind of like yeah we talk about four (laughs) yeah i kind of like three is four is almost a good movie three is not a good movie you know what holds back three is the stupid cgi alien yeah but the i mean CGI the, act, alien. the acting, the acting was... and fine it's it's a really dark movie three is but the cgi alien where you had such good aliens in one and two mm-hmm. and then you go to three where it's right at that turn where they just started using cgi which you will see when you watch arcade by the way nice, you will thanks. see it You'll be like, oh god annoying <laughs> um so that's what holds back three but four had the cgi figured out 
other than me, I think some weird underwater scenes. Anyway, but this is they find Ripley some DNA from the explosion. They they've cloned Ripley and they figure out how to clone Ripley. But since she had alien inside of her when she died, her DNA and the alien DNA kind of mix. So she's kind of a hybrid alien Ripley thing. Yes, yes, her human DNA has been contaminated so she's walking around like with these alien qualities about her and, and she bursts she's a she, she's she bursts a queen alien too i think that's one of the first queen the aliens that they birth i think it comes out of her that's how they get the queen alien well then how do they get that monstrosity of a human alien hybrid that comes out of the queen later Oh. Let's see again. So here we and go. Then, where the, well, and then the queen is also contaminated. Yeah, yeah. So this is where we go into where the problems of this movie go. Nothing of this movie makes a lot of sense. There is this movie. The human had, alien thing looked weird. So the human. There's a human hybrid alien. Not like it was cool looking. It's cool looking. It's Kinda really dumb. creepy looking. It's really and creepy. It doesn't looking. make a lot of sense with the no lore sense. of aliens. Yeah. Well, I I think that the time you know just like I think they were going the direction. That it was going to have to take to bring us to things like Prometheus. Yeah, there you go. The pinnacle of alien movies, right? <laughs> All right, y'all shut up because I love Prometheus and I still think that's a good movie. Well, you, and you're entitled over, to your own. And it's over your head and you just don't understand it. Oh, now, that okay, being said... Okay. Oh, I love it, dude. I love it. That being said... Just that, because a movie is weird doesn't mean it's deep. Like Donnie Dargo? Absolutely like Donnie Darko. It makes no sense. I wanted to say that because I know that's Critter's like a trigger. I watched Donnie Darko and immediately went to buy a trench coat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, but th- no, this is a movie, you know, I I don't turn this movie off when it's on. I will watch this movie. I, I have it. I have it digitally. I can watch it anytime because I really do enjoy this movie. I do remember seeing that stupid human alien xenomorph hybrid and thinking that is horrific it kind of looked like a mix between an alien and the library ghost from ghostbusters when it gets sucked out through the wall and it cries and it cries i know i know i'm like whoa because he trusted everybody and they killed it yeah um exactly this has the same thing about daybreakers it's weird to point your finger out exactly what's wrong with this movie no that then tell me what's wrong with the movie. You just spent five minutes human, talking about the other things in the yeah. movie. But there, there, there are enough good parts to the film. There, it is where, yeah. yeah, where like you get pulled in, you have this kind of empathy towards the characters and the relationships between them, even the ones without speaking parts, even the aliens themselves. Like you have a, you have an empathy for them. And this kind of in a weird Josh Whedon way, where he's able to do a lot of character development really quickly. Kind so. of, it's it's really weird how it pulls on yeah. your emotions. Let's go to something that doesn't pull on your emotions. Uh, Wild Wild West. That's a that's a <laughs> train ride that uh, that goes in loops. They call them roller coasters. So Wild Wild West. All right, I'm gonna give you the quick. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna, gonna let you go. Rundown. Yeah, go ahead. All right, Will Smith is an up and coming rapper, and he just is killing it in this main protagonist role, and he is accompanied. By his, you know, the, the, the you got you got a Jekyll, you got a Hyde, you got a Laurel, and you got a Hardy. You got a straight man, and you got a Stooge. And the straight man is this uh, Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein, and Please they just credit. they just <laughs> you're welcome. They just are comedy gold together. 
all throughout. And and the conflict, oh man, the conflicts are really insurmountable, and they have never been they steampunk have, spider. <clears throat> well, I was going to say civil war. Oh, okay, they've never yeah, been yeah, healed, yeah. and uh, so the movie plays on some very deep seated emotional conflicts in the in the American people. And and this is a movie that if you haven't seen it, you have to go see it. But ultimately, the uh, all the evil that was perpetrated is put onto this big robotic spider, and the battle is just something you shouldn't miss. So please go see Wild Wild West <laughs> in theaters next time. It's theaters, on, yeah. Next time it's put on. It's going to be on Retro Cinema Movie Tavern. Retro for sure. Cinema because it's totally a classic. I would like to. <laughs> I would like to say that this is going to be the last time um, Danger brings up Wild Wild West on this podcast, but I feel it won't be. He he tries to add this in every time we talk about movies. And, you know, the thing is, his timeline's off on on Will Smith. Most definitely. Because he was a up-and-coming rapper. That's how he got his show. Show. He was already playing in movies when Wild West came out. I'm just going to say that he never really made it as a rapper. (laughs) He was always an up-and-coming rapper. So let's go continue. (laughs) We're going to just basically talk about the DC Universe as a whole, uh, starting with uh, Superman Returns, Brian Singer's first modern DC stuff after like the Batman stuff. So I, I liked it. Um, it I had, like Brandon Roof. Oh, well, I Ralph like him. Or whatever you say his name. I like him. I like a lot of the people in the movie, even Kevin Spacey, which, you know. Kevin he, Spacey is a perfect uh, Lex Luthor. I mean, you know, it's taboo I'm, to say his name now, but he was good in this movie. He Because he's a good Lex Luthor. Yeah. Um, he And Brandon Roth plays a perfect Richard Donner Superman, um, albeit a little creepy. Like, a little creeped out uh, by Well, story-wise, it was kind of creepy, but he played... He played the character fine, and he perfect. looked a lot like Christopher Reeves. So, he, he embodies so much of Christopher Reeves, it's kind of weird at moments. Yeah, like, he just really looks the part. The film, it really... It, okay, it really is creepy, fellas, but only up until a certain point where you realize that the investment that he's putting into these people that he's kind of creeping on... The investment he's putting in is for a reason. It is. You know it's, what I mean? It's like it just, his and it's like the Shyamalan twist. It's like, well, Superman's not really all that crazy. And he's very he's very human in this mm-hmm. moment. Like, he's being very human. So, there again, you have all these things that you can be empathetic about and be attached to. And then you have uh, the culmination of a conflict with Lex Luthor. Like, it wasn't a very big... And Superman getting beat up by Kumar. It just wasn't. Yeah, like it just wasn't a very big, um, very big finale. No, it, Superman it doesn't weak. throw one punch in this whole entire movie. That's exactly right. So, well, he'd kill someone if he threw a punch in this movie. Well, there are we, no we, superpowered we, villains we, in we this movie. Get, we can get into that in a little bit, but there is. It's weird to watch a movie and you keep waiting for Superman to do something to be and Superman, he, and he doesn't in this movie. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. It's really cool. It's really cool. Clark Kent dealing with Superman and understanding that he's the last one because that's how this whole movie gets set up. But you never really get. This isn't a Superman movie. This is a Clark Kent. Yeah, movie. this is this is them trying to dive into the the pathos mm-hmm. that you would feel for Clark Kent yeah. actually discovering he is alone. Which isn't totally true because his mom, blah blah blah. blah, 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 blah. You bring up you bring up the perfect point that I didn't go sit down to watch a two hour film about Superman to have him humanized to the point that I felt like he was a titty baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright. I wanted to see him do a do a battle with some mutated doomsday monster. Yeah, not Kumar. 
and have to kill him with a kryptonite spear. Because okay? I like Calpin. That's what I wanted to see. Yeah, in this I like Calpin. They why he's in this movie makes no sense because doesn't. he doesn't say a single word. Nope. And he he's recognizable. Mm-hmm. He was famous at this point. Yeah. He has been Kumar, and he is he is a great actor. And somehow he's in this movie as just a quiet henchman. No point. You really given that man those props? Have okay. Have I don't. You seen, I don't particularly like him either. So. But have you seen his like? Okay, so he is. He's actually an intelligent person. Yeah. He has been. He. I mean, he's worked for the U.S. Wait, government. Did he work for the president? Yes. Yeah, he yeah, 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 was yeah. some international diplomat. Yeah, and well, he's he's funny. He was. He great. was in House. He was. Yeah, he's in. He's in tons of shows still. He's always in shows because um, he's a pretty good actor. My only disappointment with this movie is again is a movie that I can watch now. I would have wished we got to see Brandon play Superman again in a bigger scale, not directed by Brian Singer, which I don't particularly care for anyway. I'm going to say that the film didn't go far enough. I go mean, on. Can, I can't. I, <laughs> Just like your statement, it's not it, going. Right? It, yeah, you can spoil this movie. Okay, I'm spoiling this. It's 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 the ten year rule. This is twelve year old movie. Yeah, it's Just all right. Stop. So stop worrying sun, about the ten year rule. The sun really. They should have done more with him. If this was the whole conflict of his inner self is like, oh, I'm so alone. I'm the but last now I one. have a son. But now I have a son. And then the son needs to come up and be like, ah, papa. Like, I didn't get hurt by kryptonite as bad as my dad because I'm not full Kryptonian. You know, like he could have done something. That's all good. And, but this movie made zero money. And this is why we never saw any more from this universe, which is why we'll go ahead and continue talking about it. Why they had to reboot the whole entire oh my God. Superman universe? It needed Cyclops, to be done. It the, dude, the dude that played Cyclops gave up his whole career to do this film. Like he did missed he quit? Out, yeah. He missed out on an X Men film to come do this movie. One of the worst X Men films. Oh so he didn't gosh. really miss anything. Also, he's in Westworld. He's fine. Yeah, this is very true. He is doing totally okay. I, Henry Cavill to play Superman, which I think is amazing casting. I completely agree. He is a awesome Superman. So he was in Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Man of Steel is a movie I enjoyed all the way into the last five minutes of the movie. I've said it on this podcast before. I've said it. Wait, which five minutes? Last five minutes of the movie. Before the credits? During before the, the credits, credits? Before the credits, credits. Before the credits. Okay. Show your face. When he snaps <laughs> the neck, Zod, oh, if that would have happened at the beginning of the movie, I would have walked out of the movie. Why? Why? Okay. Like, if you had read Superman comics, you would know that classic Superman murders not only Zod, mm-hmm. but his entire his entire entourage with kryptonite. Yes. Murders them all. Yeah. I feel that the position that they put Superman in, who is an invincible man, the only just, way you can hurt him is to put him in an unwinnable position. It's just but justifiable. It was, but it was a winnable position. Was he, it winnable? He, Zod they, is, is they, a Superman at this they point. They knocked over Skyscraper after Skyscraper was people in it. And then he snapped Zod's neck to save three people that were sitting in front of him. Even though he flew with them a hundred million... It's not the problem of the, I guess, the act of the, the snapping of the neck or setting the president that, that Superman's going to kill people. It's the fact of how they set it up. I don't agree with. He didn't have his hands on Zod's head the entire time. Okay, so let's move past Man of yes, Steel. Okay, that, that, uh, that movie as a whole, not that bad. It's Compa- not, it's not. Compared to the rest of these movies. There's like some weird... Um... You got Batman vs. Superman, which if you take the independent pieces, good. 
You yeah. put it together. Somehow, it's a horrible movie mm. the whole that, that has a mm. weirdly, weirdly high rewatchability. Yeah, I can't explain it's so it. weird. It's it's like something I'm watching. I'm like, oh, I roll it's, my eyes. Ever and... since I've seen the movie, it's a movie, and I never experienced any movies like this. And it's almost the whole entire DC universe where you can watch all the DC universe movies, and it's so full of awesome parts of a movie. Every single part is awesome. But when you put all those awesome parts together, it equals a god awful movie. Mm, it makes no sense. You have Preach. you have great costumes, great actors. You got like, castings awesome. Yeah, I mean, like fight sequences are great, and then somehow they put it together and make a terrible movie. I still haven't seen Justice League. It it's got Joss Whedon all over that yeah. now. I mean, it is no fights. <laughs> it is it is it is mostly character development. So, I mean, it gets kind of cheesy at times because that's just what Joss Whedon does. Uh, I I think that was a solid pick, though, the Superman Returns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a solid pick for a almost good. Uh, Suicide Squad, I I put right up there with it. It, It's the same thing. It has awesome parts. Every five minutes, there is something cool that happens. But when you put all those cool scenes together... You get a cool trailer. You get a cool trailer. You get some really cool action scenes, but then you put a stupidest storyline i've ever heard in a movie revolved around all those cool scenes it makes it i I was gonna say unwatchable but i'll turn it on right now and watch it for some strange reason but then you'll be upset you'll be like oh this movie could have been good yeah the whole time um and then the other the last i guess movie franchise we're gonna talk about is the uh purge the purge which i saw this in theaters the first one the first one okay and i like the premise it makes no sense. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, like, none of that about, like, oh, crime is down because we're allowed to kill people one day of the year or do whatever you want. Which, on on uh, Watch Your Mouth, we talk about, like, what we would do with the purge, just break into places, steal money. Right? Yeah. Everything's <laughs> legal, yet everyone turns to murder. That's your go-to, bud. Like, we're going to murder. Like, that just means the world's full of terrible people. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm about you know to what? get good for the next five years of exactly. my life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then yeah. I'm going to eat, break into a bakery and just fill up on pastries. Because I can. What can they do? Same time next year. Yeah, it's the weirdness of the first. <laughs> <laughs> it's the weirdness of the first movie where, it, like, and I like the first movie because it has Ethan Hawke in it, and it's the second Ethan Hawke movie we're talking about tonight. Yep. Of the neighbors, like breaking into the house, well, you have to deal with these people tomorrow. It's like, gonna you be. You have to live with these. Here's people. the thing. These are the people that you go to party with. You yeah. know. Yeah, like if you don't get them all, you, you don't get them all. You're gonna. I mean, like, well, you know what? You're not. Invite it next week, Susan. Just because something's okay doesn't mean I'll be friends with you after. Like, I get it. It was legal last night, remember? It was the purge, Helen. Like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I had to purge. You murdered my husband and took my right leg. I'm going to purge the hell out of you. So, (laughs) ate it. That's the problem with the movie, is that premise. Because that just, like, overall, if you take that away. Don't even think about it. If you think about it, it'll it'll make you mad. Well, well, they're making a new movie, and apparently they're setting it up where I think the, they're doing a series. Yeah, a series of it, and they're setting it up where the whole purge is set up to do crowd control for America. If you start doing it, and thinking about it that way, it kind of makes a little bit more sense. Other than it would never pass. <laughs> like there's no way. All one day we're just like, you know, it'd be really good for this country. We can murder each other. <laughs> Just one day of the year. It's like Christmas, but for yeah, murder. Yeah, it's like Christmas, but murder. Like, I it could, would never happen. I could put a list together in a, <laughs> reasons. In a heartbeat. Let's go. Starting with this room. <laughs> Who says I don't like Wild Wild West? So anyway, the the first one I do, I think, it, it, 
other than the premise, the movie's really solid. I, it, I do like it. It's a cool movie. Um, the movies do go downhill as they go after I, this. I, I like them all, though. Yeah, I, I They're watch all kind of good. I like the the, um, the second one was kind of cool. It had a, a little bit more of this guy exacting revenge mm-hmm. versus this movie was just like a movie. And yeah. I don't think they expected anything to happen with it. And then well, it just did well enough. They're like, screw it, let's keep making them. Yeah, like the second one introduces the premise of the government conducting these covert yes. operations on the purge day to like take out political opponents and to do all of this activity it's all legal to control the uh the less than and, and then you get your protagonist that has has from the second carries over to the third and i think he's in the series crossbones like so the purge day would also be the day would like you would want to do like insider trading on wall street exactly and you can like, get you yeah. can make you know? so much money why are you worried about murdering people? so i mean there's like a like embezzling and well, like I, money laundering you do legal. it on that day i bet well, all it's of fine. this actually comes into play at some point where the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer uh, exactly. because that seems to be the idea the, I, the, I the concept yeah. um the first movie again is really saved for me because ethan hawk i love ethan hawk and he's he's pretty badass in this movie so well, as a family man yeah, yeah yeah as badass as a normal family man can be because he doesn't do anything extraordinary you know no, he's just like he just he, he just survives ethan hawks it. <laughs> yeah so it's a shame he's not in the second third or mm, anymore now there might be a reason for that but we're not going to ruin anything but we're going to go ahead and move on and start closing <laughs> out the podcast uh this has been issue 39 39 of Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Uh, thank you for joining us. If this is one of your first podcasts, this is what we do. We do a full podcast column issues. We release every two weeks. We also have one shots that will be coming up. We're a little bit shorter, more condensed podcast where we cut out the news and we just talk about a, uh, a subject of our choosing or your choosing if you send it in to us. And you can send those in to us at radio at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with us. You can get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, pretty much every other social media app out there. We're on them all. On we, them all. We don't always update stuff. 50-50. Oh, I mean the YouTube one. Oh, I'm the new, YouTube I that doesn't. want to do that, more that YouTube never, stuff. It just, it just we not need to start time. doing that. Not enough time. We are also on SoundCloud. You can actually subscribe to us and listen to us on SoundCloud and leave us a message right at the second of whatever you're thinking about. You're listening and you're like, you want to comment on us talking about Superman. You can comment to the second of us talking about Superman. And, and weigh can, in what you think about yeah, Superman. most definitely. If, if you agree with us, if you disagree with us, if you have other movies, share the other movies that we're missing. You know, movies that were almost good and you're like, oh, it's so close to being good. Um, we are also, you should be subscribed to us on iTunes and you can leave us a review of all the stars. Uh, leave us all the stars. You can write whatever you want into the comment section, but make hey, sure you hug me. Hey, hug me. Give me all the stars and then tell me that I have a list. So yeah, we will be back in two weeks with another podcast, a one shot. We have been your host. I'm Snarf Chris. I'm Critter. And I'm Danger. And good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds. Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. Are you, are you doing that on purpose? Doing what? Nerds of the Square Circle. Oh, damn it. You f***ing with us right now? See, you know... <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's going to be the more popular show. He's already leaving us behind. Just hedging bets, huh? Hedging bets like a motherfucker. No, no, I have nothing but faith that this is our, this is the flagship show. No, 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 no. No, no, welcome to Nerds of the Squared Circle, where two of these other people will not know anything about wrestling. Oh.
Uh, <laughs> we're going to sit around for 30 minutes and talk about our soap operas. A bunch of sweaty men wrestling around 